Welcome everyone to the Roman Show. This is for the start of April. That's right, April 1st already. Four months into the year of 2022. And we start with a bang. We're going to start off welcoming the boys of My Hollow all the way from Toronto to talk about their latest EP, Fighting the Monsters, out April 8th, next Friday. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go fly. Econ, we're going fly. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're going fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in on the program here. This is the episode on uh, recorded on April 1st, opening up the fourth month of 2022. And just a few, we're going to welcome in the boys of My Hollow to talk about their latest EP, Fighting the Monsters, out April 8th. Make sure that you follow them on your favorite social uh, social media account and streaming account to make sure that when the EP is out, you're the first ones to listen to it. This and uh, lots to talk about here on the program. Make sure that you follow us on our socials. That's Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook and also The Roman Show on Twitter and our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash rroman0201. But you can always find us 24-7 on our website, theromanshow.com. And we are on Spotify, Audible, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Gosh, so much I can't even remember right now. But it's a whole ton if you visit the website, theromanshow.com, all the details are there. Or you can just simply follow us on Blog Talk Radio too, where you'll be able to click on that follow. And every time that we upload a new podcast, you'll be the f- first ones to know. All right. So before we welcome in the boys of my hollow, we had some uh, we had some tragedy. We had some tragedy while we are were away. Uh, starting off in the world of pro wrestling, Scott Hall uh, lost. Uh, what was what left left planet Earth? Uh, he unfortunately had a a, a tough situation, um, and the man just just left away. But we won't get into the details of what happened to him. I'll tell you how he lived. And I have to say that for me personally, Scott Hall uh, was the man. It wasn't Bret Hart. It wasn't Shawn Michaels. It wasn't Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. To me, it was Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. I was a huge fan of the bad guy. Why? Because I am from Miami, Florida. And at the time, I can't remember of any pro wrestler that sported or flaunted or talked about Miami, Florida. Although he was not from Miami, Florida. But the guy did, did a very funny Scarface type of theme or gimmick. And I thought it was hilarious. They shot many promos down here in Miami, Florida. And I was just a huge fan. I remember seeing him down here in the Miami arena 
when he uh, played the Razor Ramon character and then himself Scott Hall uh, in WCW with Monday Nitro, of course, with the NWO. He did so much. He was the first one to jump ship from the WWF at the time, now WWE, to WCW. And really, we wouldn't have what's happening in the world of pro wrestling if it wasn't for him. Right now, we would not be wondering the next draft pick or who's in the free agent market. He was it. He left, didn't sign the deal. WCW offered him money, and they changed the game. So lots of kudos to Scott Hall. He left a legacy behind in the world of pro wrestling, not just for fans, but for the business itself as far as how you become a a player like in a football team or a basketball team and, hey, how much are you going to give me or how much is the other company going to give me? What's best for me? And he changed the game with that. And, of course, he had his personal demons. He battled some alcohol situations where it, it took the best of him however he was able to recover at the end of his life he did fix himself up so kudos to him because hey if you are in a deep hole you can you can get out and Scott Hall is a example of that also in the world of music Taylor Hawkins drummer of Foo Fighters passed away uh, unfortunate news in Colombia right before they were about to perform. Now Foo Fighters have canceled all of their tours, performances, and uh, such a shame. Young guy uh, left a, a very strong, strong mark in the world of music and has left us. So our prayers to the family uh, and, and, of course, the members of Foo Fighters. I'm sure Dave Grohl, you know. Uh, it must hit him really hard and of course all the band members I mean these these guys played together you know they travel together and, and it's it's uh, you're in it together and to lose to lose one wheel of the band um, so sad and, and such a, a sad situation what occurred with him uh, allegedly uh, what doctors are saying the way that he uh, left this earth but prayers to him but let's switch gears let's talk about some fun stuff and then we'll welcome in my hollow to talk about their latest EP dropping on April 8th. And that's WrestleMania. We have the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin in a K, part of the KO show. We don't know if Stone Cold's going to battle or wrestle Kevin Owens. But what we do know is that he will be there in person. Hopefully he wrestles. Even if it's a 3-4-5 minute match, I'll take it. It's fun. It's nostalgia. I'm okay with it. From what I understand, it's supposed to be the main event of Saturday, which is a segment. I think that stinks. I don't. I maybe perhaps put it be, be, before the women's title match, which is Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Let them have the 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 shine or, or the moment, the light, instead of a segment. And, and also, you're giving the spotlight to a fifty-something-year-old man. Uh, nothing to take away from Stone Cold and nothing away from to take away from Kevin Owens. But let's give the ladies an opportunity to main event WrestleMania. I know that happened not too long ago in a three-way dance, but not why, not a one-on-one. Rousey and Flair, both huge names in the world of sports entertainment and Rousey, of course, in the world of combat sports. Why not give them the light? I hope that this, but what I understand of the KO Zone, of the KO show, being the main event, I hope I am wrong, and shine the light on the ladies, they deserve it. And then on Sunday, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for all the marbles 
two titles on the line. That is what they call the biggest match of WrestleMania. I don't think so. That's what they're selling it as. To me, it'll always be uh, so many great matches, right? Andre versus Hogan. Hogan versus Rock, which what a freaking great match. Hell, I even take Hogan, uh, Rock, and Cena. Uh, the first one, of course. So, I don't know about the biggest match, but uh, obviously it'll be a lot of fun to watch. There's been a great build-up storyline to this main event. Uh, and, and, of course, you have great other matches. Seth Rollins, we don't know who will be he competing. The rumors are, of course, we all want Cody Rhodes as he left AEW. But I think, folks, I think we're getting played. I think it's going to be someone that we already probably know. Maybe Shane McMahon, who allegedly is in Dallas, Texas. Or maybe Goldberg. Uh, or maybe someone else that was in the WWE that we've seen recently, but we haven't seen in a couple of months. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it is Cody Rhodes. And hopefully we get the Cody of the AEW Cody. Not the Stardust. Not the, the one that had the mask in WWE. No. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I hope we get the man in WrestleMania taking on Seth Rollins, which I think would be a great match and will have the world buzzing if this man were to return to the WWE. And then we got Logan Paul making his pro debut uh, as as a wrestler, teaming up with The Miz against the Mysterials. That should be another fun one. Let's see how Logan Paul does this. As he is a versatile athlete competing in boxing and now making his way into pro wrestling. And of course, we got Bianca versus Becky Lynch. And so many other great moments that could occur in WrestleMania. How do you feel? How do you judge this WrestleMania? Do you think it's going to be awesome? Do you think it's going to keep you at the edge of your seat? Will it keep you tuned in the entire what four or five hours Saturday and Sunday let me know shoot us an email info at the Roman show.com before the big show Saturday night and remember you guys stand and deliver of NXT that airs at 1 p.m. on Saturday just remember the days when NXT used to have their shows on Friday they would have it all to themselves in an arena now they're at one o'clock it's like a matinee show Whew, how times have changed and, and speaking of which to end this segment here, Triple H announced his retirement. How crazy does it sound, right? This is a guy who exercises, takes care of himself, and uh, he was on the verge of uh, almost dying. And he's retired now. He doesn't want to be a part of pro wrestling physically, but he'll be somehow, some way, play a role, of course, in the world of pro wrestling. With that being said, guys, let's welcome in my hollow to talk about their latest EP right here on The Roman Show, Fighting the Monsters, out April 8th. So, welcome to the show and the new EP drops uh, next month in April. Uh, Fighting the Monsters, Vulture, the single is already out as we speak, but I, I gotta touch base with you. I was looking at the, the video. You guys brought in uh, puppets into this thing, uh, into the musical video. So tell him, tell me a little bit about this, Greg, and and how My Hollow incorporated these puppets into their single vultures. Yeah, so 
Um, we had the idea, um, and we weren't sure if we were able to make it work because obviously there was a ton of work that had to go into actually building the puppets, um, planning everything out, uh, you know, uh, doing the whole screenplay and everything. Um, fortunately, our lead singer, Graham, his wife, Jen, is a very talented uh, artist, tattoo artist, so she does all kinds of, um, you know, creations, artwork, stuff like that. So she pretty much grabbed the whole thing, made all the puppets, wrote the screenplay, um, you know, pretty much organized, directed everything, organized everything on that front. So we we pretty much just had to show up and just do what we were told. So, <laughs> but yeah, we had a great idea for the puppets because we figured, you know what, like um, we haven't done anything in, in a while, like for video wise, and uh, you know, it might be a cool idea to have something kind of funny, kind of you know, along the lines that's kind of humorous, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to help grab the attention of people, make people laugh and stuff. So. Yeah, I think I think we accomplished that a little bit. It's pretty. It's a pretty funny video, in my opinion. Yeah, because here you are, they're screaming and they're yelling, and you see puppets just playing around. It's, I think there's like a shot where the where you're screaming and the puppets right next to you. It's like what? And he's just like dumb, dumbfounded. You know, like what's going on here? So, but yeah, in relation to the lyrics to the music, is there any correlation with the puppets uh, or the storyline yeah. of the of, of the music video? Yeah, so that's pretty much where it stems from. Uh, the song of Walters is pretty much about, like, um, you know, uh, the greed of uh, corporations. And, uh, you know, so in the storyline, Blue Puppet, um, he's a blue-collar worker guy. He goes to work every day. Um, and in the video, it kind of shows the boss telling him, uh, you're not allowed to go out and enjoy your friends, social life. You're not allowed to go out and enjoy nature. Uh, just keep working, pushing that button, and making me money kind of thing, right? So then Blue Puppet kind of gets uh, gets mad and builds himself some arms and pretty much goes back and uh, defeats the boss and, you know, and takes all the money for himself. So in relation to the lyrics of the song, the song is pretty much about, um, you know, the blue-collar worker, um, you know, working for corporations, and the vultures pretty much just take everything from the guy and leave it with nothing kind of thing, so... And now tell me about Fighting the Monsters, the EP in general, how it came about, the motivation behind the music and the lyrics and the sounds. Uh, yeah, so pretty much we had we had uh, all the songs written out on pre-pro, um, and they didn't really come to life until the lyrics were all written. And it ended up working out that pretty much every song is about some sort of fight and struggle within life. Uh, so it just kind of only seemed fitted, like, you know, the, the single track is Fighting the Monsters. Um, but every song, The Iron Harvest, is, uh, you know, about battle. Um, and, you know, every song kind of has its own different kind of element of fighting. So we kind of want to just keep it on that lines of, like, you know, uh, you know, it's a battle. The whole, the whole element of it is Fighting the Monsters. So that's just what made most sense to us. Now, com so compared we had, to... Uh -huh, we had all the songs written out and everything, and then... Um, we uh, pretty much we pretty much came with uh, like the storylines for both of those uh, those videos kind of thing and you know it kind of just grew from there but we you know we we had um, every song was kind of about some sort of fight so it was that it was obvious I so compared to your last which was back at, on borrowed time you did release some singles prior or, or after that uh, yeah. but we, and, and I was tuning in a little bit. Would you just with vultures? I I feel it or sounds like a little bit heavier. Is that just me? Yeah, definitely. Um, like I I do the majority of the writing for the music um, as a guitarist, and I have my home studio here. 
And I definitely have been listening to a lot heavier stuff over the years. And, uh, you know, I, I wrote some songs that were, uh, like we pretty much had, I would say, eight songs written out. And we picked the heaviest out of them. Um, and they were actually like the latest songs that I had written, right? So we kind of scrapped some songs that were kind of a little bit more along the lines of our older style. Uh, we also added keyboards to our sound with the sixth member. Um, so that kind of helped, you know, forward our direction and where we wanted to go. And we're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing. But for the most part, uh, my influences have gotten a lot heavier. So that's kind of where I'm tending to, to lean towards. You mentioned about influences. You know, I was catching one particular song and it goes back that you know previously blood sees seeds remind remains reminds and it has a little bit of old school static x type of a sound oh nice were, were you nice. a fan of static x or did you cut that because it's, it's almost carbon copy of that it has a you know yeah yeah you know what um pretty much i've never really got into static x back in the day i had some friends that were into it uh uh yeah like a lot of a lot of uh different genres and stuff i do listen to some different genres so i kind of will tend to you know smash different genres in and different fields and stuff like that but yeah definitely um <laughs> i never really listened to static x but that's pretty interesting because i've heard comparisons to uh you know camara and stuff like that for some of our other songs but uh, you know, and they were definitely a huge influence of mine. So, uh, but yeah, I've never heard Static X before. Yeah, they, I mean, Static X a little more on the heavy of the the beats. You know, they just didn't have the guitars and the drums. They had a little bit of a synchronizing yeah, yeah. in there. But but you hear that that sound, especially with the riff. Uh, so it just it just caught my attention. Hmm, I wonder they they're big fans of Static X. You know, back back then, you know, they were they were uh, a very fun band to listen to until. Uh, the yeah, yeah, they were, they were big for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I know, I know some of my friends were huge into them, but I never really, uh, I never really got into them. I was always into like the more uh, older stuff, like you know, <laughs> like even Lamb of God and stuff like that was uh -huh. a huge influence of mine. Uh, you could probably hear that in some of my riffs and stuff. You know, the same kind of picking style and uh, you know along those lines. But Static X is definitely uh, a huge band, so that is a compliment. I appreciate cool. that. So during this pandemic, uh, you said you had sounds already laid out and then you worked on the lyrics but was this pretty much like a, a pandemic uh, ep yeah definitely you know like we right before the pandemic we were going through member changes hmm. uh, we we had a new uh, we lost our guitarist and we had a new we were looking for a new guitarist we found a guy who uh was good but unfortunately had a medical issue we had to step away um but you know, we were kind of already on the lines of like, let's not play any shows, let's focus on getting this material out. Um, and we had kind of like a date, uh, game plan in, in, in motion already, but the pandemic definitely slowed us right down. Um, so we were only able to, you know, when we could get together, when, when in between the lockdowns and everything, that's when we'd like try to work as much as we can to get everything done. Um, so it was kind of like beneficial in a way too, because we could really step back and and we had the time and there wasn't any kind of rush to get anything done because uh, we didn't really want to start releasing anything until it started it, it felt like things were going to start to get better um, because we want to you know we want to have a tour we want to have you know we want to be able to properly promote this thing so it, it kind of worked out in a good way for us in the sense that we had the time to now really sit back and, and sit on these things and work them out properly right right so Tours, you mentioned tours. Uh, are there any uh, at stake here 
so fans can uh, see you live on stage. Yeah, so we actually just, uh, so it's, like I said, when I first came on, yeah. it's been a busy morning. Uh, I've been talking with uh, uh, one of my buddies' bands, Tortured Saints. They're from London, Ontario. They're amazing band. They're hugely heavy. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, check them out. Um, but yeah, so we're in talks with them right now and setting up a tour at the end of July. Um, and we just got accepted onto the Loud as Hell Festival in Drumheller, Alberta. So that's going to be on July 31st. We're going to be playing that festival. And we're going to be setting up a tour around that area, uh, like, you know, on, around that time, anyways, for the weekend. Pretty much all of Ontario. We're going to be hitting up Ontario, uh, Manitoba, and, uh, you know, work our way out to Alberta. So, yeah, we're going to have a good little run of shows this summer. We're just in effect of setting it up right now. Um, but yeah, we're getting some confirmations happening and it's looking good. Awesome. Well, Greg, I want to thank you for your time. And once that EP drops, Fighting the Monsters, make sure you add it on your favorite streaming platform so you can check it out. Be the first one to listen to it. And uh, check out the latest Renna Vulture available right now uh, for you to listen and, uh, and just bang out to it because we, we need music, especially during this time, uh, a period in our lives where so much going on in life and music is just uh, pretty much a savior and alleviation, if I would say. That's right. All right, Greg. Well, thanks so much, man, and hope to see you very soon on the stage. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in, and thanks again to Mahalo for joining us on the program. Again, shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. Let us know what you think about WrestleMania, leading into it, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. And make sure you hit that follow on our YouTube account or subscribe on the YouTube account. That's rromano 201 on our socials, Roman Show Media, on Twitter and Instagram, and on sorry, Twitter is The Roman Show. Roman Show Media is on Facebook and on Instagram. And again, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts. We'll read it right here on the air next time around. InfoTheRomanShow.com. We'll catch you right here in the program. If you haven't on, you haven't heard. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.